drink coffee <laughs> welcome to another episode of the children of the night uh i as always am your faithful ghoul Alyssa, and i'm juniper and we we did watch a movie <laughs> we have watched another movie for you this one we did for you not for us yeah it was not for us this was in no way something that we did out of the goodness of out of enjoyment. It was out of the goodness of our hearts. It yes. wasn't out of enjoyment. Um, I have feel like I am a lot closer to vampires lately because I am one now. You are one now. In Skyrim. Oh. <laughs> and yes. so I feel like I've been doing a lot of intimate research on the show um, and not just laying around in my bathrobe for two weeks literally doing nothing all day except play video games. Now I can call it research. 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 And so one thing I've learned is that um, my boyfriend, Talton Saro, doesn't love me because I'm a vampire. But if I get cured, I won't win fights anymore. It's tough. Rock in a hard place, my dude. Rock and a hard place. That's cause, just because he doesn't love you doesn't mean he won't follow you anymore. Oh, I know. For 500 gold, they'll have his undying loyalty for all of eternity. It's pretty cheap. If you have the coin, I'm at your service. Um... But yeah, so I've been busy, I've been learning, and we have learned a lot this evening. We have. We watched Wes Craven's Dracula, Dracula 2000. 2000. And it's more like Dracula 1990. Yeah, it really, honestly, I the whole time we were watching it, I was like, this is definitely not 2000. Like, this is 1996 at best, I think. We should actually look up when it was filmed. I didn't, but we could. Um, because the whole thing has a feel to it. It, it does. It has a feel to it that is not what I would call a millennial feel. <laughs> Maybe you could describe it as a Y2K feel in that people were probably still stressing about what was going to happen come Y2K. Oh, it was 2000. Really? So, so released in 2000, which means they probably start working on it in 1997. Right? Right? Yeah. Is that how movies work? I don't know. It takes a while, so it could be too I don't know. So this movie was, I really like that they highlight this. Um, so this movie was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I hate to spoil it for you. Spoiler alert. It wasn't good. Um, who plays Dracula? What's that dude? What the hell's that dude's name? I don't even care. It doesn't matter. He's not like a dude. Like, I'm sure some of you are going to be like, oh no, I've seen that guy in everything, but I like cannot even remember. Uh, Gerard Butler. So Gerard Butler as Dracula, and I feel like he is probably in some stuff. Oh, wait. He's way hotter now. (laughs) (laughs) He actually has gotten a lot hotter. Like, a lot. Yeah. He's one of those guys, I guess, who just, like, has... um, I don't recognize any of these He's aged really gracefully. Yeah, I've definitely seen his face, like, before, but I haven't seen any of this junk. I haven't seen any of this junk. I mean, I've seen How to Train Your Dragon. I guess he's he's a voice in that. Oh, so 300. That's what... Oh, that'll okay. That'll do it. That'll do it. He's that's, that's where 300. His, that's where his face is from. Okay. So that guy plays Dracula. Nice. and um, Except so, not looking the way you're picturing mm-mm. if you're thinking of mm-mm. 300. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Okay, so this movie has a whole feel to it that's very... Um, Ugh. Okay. All right. So Wait, well, we we said it, you asked me if it was a low budget, and I said people could do better with low budgets. Right. Right. It had a feel to it. It had a lot going on. It had a lot going it did, on. It did. It did. So it opened up with that pirate ship. Yes. For no reason. Pirate ship with all of the writing on the sails. I'm like, who bothers doing that? But so in the opening credits, you get like this pirate ship for some reason, and there's like the captain is all like lashed to the like wheel thing, mm-hmm. and like all dead, and there's just blood everywhere which like if you're a creature that drinks blood that we always talk about this yeah every every time time. this happens we talk about it like every time a bucket of blood splashes across something you like instantly tense up and start going like "Ah!" i need to eat that right because like if you are a creature who subsists on blood and especially if blood is like kind of hard to come by because you're trying to kill people you're not just going to be splashing it all over the right on the sails with it no stupid savor it savor it take little sips so the pirate ship ends up in New Orleans? The pirate ship remember. ends up in London. I think the pirate ship was the Demeter. It's carrying... I was eating during this part, so... You were. I was eating, My too, attention... I think, hopefully, our attention spans during that I part where we were eating. I do remember that it was the Demeter. <laughs> so it carried... It took him to uh, to London, because that's where he was in, in Carfax. Not Abbey, just some building named Carfax. Okay, yeah, okay. So so then we cut to modern day, and it's like Carfax... Antiquities. Antiquities, yeah. And it's like this big, stupid vault building, and then you it opens up with um, a guy coming into this, like, really fancy office with this old dude in it with a crossbow, and they're, like, looking over it together, and it has this, like, old Slavic inscription that says something like, uh, like, all men fear he who wears the crown of eternal darkness, or some, sh- some shit like that. And then that. Old, old dude is like, no, no, no. It's the halo. 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 Excuse me? Halo of darkness. Halo of darkness. Um, as though it matters at all. Mm-hmm. And so we're to gather that this is a young dude whose name is Simon. Yep. And his employer, the old guy, is Matthew, Maddie Mac, Van Helsing. Not Lawrence. Not or Lawrence. Or Abraham. Or Abraham. Neither of the two. He is not Larry and he is not Abe. He is Matthew Van Helsing. <laughs> And he owns this antiquities dealership thing. And so the kid is like, oh, the crossbow is worth this amount of money. And he's like, I'm going to keep it. Nope, it's mine. And he's like, oh, you're always keeping these old vampire killing crossbows. After they established that it was designed to fire silver bolts. Which, like, yeah. how you could tell by looking that it was good silver. I like, guess it's if you're... so heavy. Not like what they were using in France at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's no. like, this is a vampire killer, you dumb dumb. Like, come on. I would use a crossbow that had an inscription like that on it. Yes, I would use it for simple tasks, even like in fact, when roasting you... marshmallows. <laughs> I don't know. I would think of any excuse, like what I need to hang a picture up. I love the crossbow. <laughs> you know, you can get those through this drywall easily. No problem. Easily. Um, I I only use um, so I actually ran into um, so speaking of my Skyrim problems here's another <laughs> Skyrim problem that I have I became a vampire obviously the second it was available to me they were like do you want to become a vampire and I was like fuck this fuck the Dawn Guard fuck y'all bite me I'm ready daddy and I became a vampire and it's awesome but I can't get crossbow bolts anymore because the only people who have them are the vampire hunters and so I can only take them off their dead bodies so like once in a blue moon I get like eight crossbow bolts 
bolts off a dead dawn guard and like other than that like i had to give up using the crossbow even though it's the finest weapon in the game because being a vampire is more important to me even if it means teldrin sarah makes disparaging remarks about my you can't send teldrin out to like get some for you you can be like hey bae that's a good question. I can tell him to do stuff, but it's pretty limited. Usually it's limited to um, to me making him open doors I'm afraid to open, which I do all the time. Like, you should I, make him open every door for you. Yeah, actually. Because you're a lady. Yeah, yeah. I am an undead lady, but a lady nevertheless. Um, but, like, it's it's a whole thing in my house because I get really stressed out to ask him to do things because he grouches about it, and I don't like to... <laughs> I don't like to do like if I, I think like this really says something about your person like, <laughs> sitting stressed out because she doesn't want to ask the video game character to open the dangerous door because yeah. he might grump you at know, her. And if you have him carry some of your stuff, if you like choose a little dialogue option that's like I need you to carry some things for me, he like goes like if it'll get us moving faster than sure. And you're like, and I feel really bad every time. I'm like, why are you mad at me? Don't be mad. I love you. I love you. Please don't be mad. So anyway, I can't get crossbow bolts anymore because I'm a vampire and they hate me there. And it's a whole thing. It's a whole choice I've made. PM me if you want to talk about Skyrim. I have a lot to say. Um, so, so... Um, we're to understand that Mr. Van Helsing has quite a collection of these things because the kid's like, again, you're always keeping this shit. And he's like, listen, if I turn a profit, fucking Simon, it's none of your business in that. And he yep. makes some comment about how he's like a dad to him. And he's like, I'm not. No. Yeah. Not it's pretty though. awkward. <laughs> it is very uncomfortable. And there's like this awkward, that's when the like signet ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, so we never next... did even figure out what was up with that. No, they just show it really ominously. Yeah. The next scene is the heist. Yeah, the it... heist. Okay, <laughs> this. Okay, so there's a group of trench coat wearing like Matrix ass. They have watched the Matrix, dressed like the Matrix. And before that, Young, they were really cool hopped up on thieves. hackers. Yep, that, that are, have decided to break into this vault that Van Helsing keeps his personal collection in. But they have to do this by doing some, like, real late 1990s movie hacking, where they're yep. just typing in, like, enhance, <laughs> access granted. Like, it's so it's like stupid. A line drawing oh of the building that, like, has little areas that light <laughs> up as it becomes hacked and open. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. It's so bad. It's, like, it's everything you want from movie hacking and more, I think. And it's stupid. So they get into this vault, and it's um, Omar Epps. If you watch House MD, you'll remember him as Foreman, and it's literally the only thing I can think of him in, but he was Foreman on House MD. It's so weird because I can't reconcile the two characters. Yeah, I don't know. I had a hard time with that show because I watched it for like the first two or maybe three seasons and then I quit when it became obvious that he and the wicked young female doctor weren't going to hook up. House, I mean, not... not. I was like waiting for that. I was like, mm, come on, yes, forbidden love, give it to me. And then when it became clear, when she started hooking up with the blonde Australian guy, mm-hmm. I was like, this is stupid, I'm out. Like, if, if he's not wrong for you, I don't want to watch your show, <laughs> you know? Like, if there isn't some argument that could be made for this relationship being inappropriate, I'm not interested in seeing it play out. Um, but, yeah, so, anyway, he was foreman on that show, and so he's kind of, like, the head heistman. There's a bunch of them There's in various he's like, shades of Morpheus sunglasses. Yes, he's the head one, and he's he's in cahoots with that girl who, who works for Van Helsing. Yeah, she works We're not sure somehow. How. Like, it never becomes clear what she does, but she works there in some Seems capacity. Seems like a secretary, but does yeah. more. Yeah, and the Simon kid with the crossbow has a thing for her, but she has eyes only for Foreman. Um, so they heist in, 
and it's really cringy. And they get in and they start um, going down into the. Um, into oh, the two vault. of the kids, the hacker guys, are named Dax and Shade. Which, like, if this doesn't tell you everything you need to know uh, about the late '90s Matrix hacking that's going on, I mean, Dax and Shade though trench coats. Oh man, it's the worst. Boots with the jeans tucked in. Yeah, shirt tucked and into the, the jeans with like the, the, the earrings and the, the earrings. earrings. Ugh, it's yeah. Just, so, okay, so Dax and Shane get them in, and they start finding, like, the weird skulls. Yep, all these cool, freaky vampire skulls. Yep, skulls, Little Nosferatu skulls, skulls. Fangs and, and of various kinds, and um, they're just finding, like, that kind of stuff and, like, old furniture and stuff, and they're, like, really mad because they're like, I thought there was going to be golden jewels in here, and shit, and they're all mad. And then the, um, the blonde lady who works there sneaks in. Is that Selena? I think her name is Selena. I think her name's Selena. With she an O, Selena. Didn't make much of an impression. Yeah, I mean, you can understand why. So I'm pretty sure that's Selena. Yeah. And she, um, so she shows up, and that's when you kind of figure out that she's she's romantically involved with Foreman Omar Epps as well. And um, they find the grand prize eventually. Yep. There's all kinds of traps. All kinds of traps. Dax and or Shade gets it real hard when he gets crushed with a thing that swings in and crushes him on all these spikes. And they find a coffin. What's this? A shiny coffin. I thought it was going to be treasures. You keep the treasure in the coffin. There's a long conversation about this where they're like, it's just a coffin. And he's it's like, just a bunch of spooky shit to scare us. Listen, this is just to scare us out of taking whatever treasures in this coffin. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure, dude. Because that's not what the security system was for. You fucking putts to keep people out. Jeezy crazy. So, um, they, sh- they shove it off its little pedestal because they can't figure out how to open it. Yep. And then they control detonation a hole in the wall and take it out of there yep and then the alarm is going off and van helsing has been alerted that someone's in his private collection and he gets all his like he presses a button and the wall flips <laughs> down and there's all these like vampire silver bullet pistols and shit it's like a silver steak pistol it's not even yeah. a little bullet yes. it's like an yes. intricately carved steak these weapons are this is a thing that drives me like really mad about um like vampire movies is like it's just because you don't have a wall that flips open well, into a bunch of guns. Yes. Empire killing guns. Yes. But it's also that the portrayal of Van Helsing as crazed vampire hunter with all these gadgets and plans. And you know how I feel about that. I do, Maybe I someday do. when we run out of Dracula movies, we'll do the, um, was that Viggo Mortensen? Who the in fuck Underworld? was in that? No, in, in Helsing, in Van Helsing. Who the fuck was it? No, it was Hugh Jackman? It was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I tried to like... Because Vito Mortensen immediately, I was like, no, he's too classy. Who the hell was it? Hugh Jackman um, as Van Helsing. Like, we should watch that sometime when we run out of Dracula <laughs> movies. Because that's like, that's gotta be... It could even be like be, a tangent. Yeah, for sure. That's gotta be something... That... You did a bad... You did a bad job on that one. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, he's got all these gadgets and his wet, his alarm's going, his Dracula alarm's going off, so he's grabbing all his gadgets, and so he runs down into the um, basement, but they're already gone. Yeah, they're gone. Basically. Coffin's gone. Everything's gone. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. I think I tried to watch this once and I fell asleep several times. I have seen it. I think because, isn't this the one where there's also, like, Frankenstein and electrocuting yeah. vampire babies? Because there's, like, it's, like, all of his children are these gross, I have a rule. vampire things. I have a rule 
where if I try to watch something two times and I fall asleep during it both times, then that's it. So I've never actually seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, even though it seems like something I would like. I haven't tried to watch it because it, on I've, the surface it seems like something I would like, but then I know... I tried two different falls. times, and both times I fell asleep like less than four minutes into the movie, and yeah. as a result, I've never tried again. Also, the the Beowulf movie that had Angelina Jolie as Grendel's mother in it... Yeah, I got like ten minutes into that see, one. See, that one I only tried once, but I woke up, and like the DVD menu was just playing over and over and over, and I was like... I must have just fallen asleep in the first 10 seconds of this because I literally can't remember. Like, I had no recollection whatsoever. Like, I don't even remember putting the DVD in at this point. I just, like, woke <laughs> up and the, the DVD menu was on loop and I was like, well, I guess I'm destined to never see this movie even though I love Beowulf more than anything. Like, I guess PM me if you want to talk about translation controversies surrounding Grendel's mother in Beowulf because I have some thoughts on that. But, um... But yeah, so anyway, we'll watch that sometime. It'll be fun. It'll make yeah. me wicked mad. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Okay, we, yeah, we can watch that. And uh, it, <laughs> I feel like at this point we're like, we've gone on such like a super side track. I know, I know, I know. But we were talking about all, uh, so he gets into the basement and um, and they're gone already. And uh, then we switch to the girls who we assume are going to be Mina and Lucy, but it turns yeah. out it's Mary and Lucy. Yep. Um, but we immediately were like, oh, there's Armina, like, there's yep. our Lucy. But um, it's Mary and Lucy, and um, Mary is having weirdly frightening, sexy dreams about Dracula. I think the first one wasn't quite sexy. The first it, one, she's like... I thought it was sexy. It could she be. didn't think it she was didn't. sexy. She didn't think it was sexy, but I watching it was like, mm, yes. Mm. The first one was like shut, trapped in a Shut me in that coffin with you. Yes. Mm, yes. Thank you. She didn't think it was sexy, no, she, she thought it was purely frightening. Which I, you know, to each their own, I guess, is what I'm, is what I'm saying. So it's like f- scary, like, strobe light flashes of Dracula's face and a coffin lid shutting. And she wakes up and she's all like, and like, uh, Lucy comes in with coffee for both of them and is like, mm-hmm. oh, that dream again? Don't worry about it, my dude, basically. Yes. You're not crazy, just having a bad dream. Um, I just wrote a big note here that just says music choices in all caps. Oh, <laughs> because every, no, I think that's the part when all we were the in... time in this movie is just the music choices. Yeah, like it's just like because Mary and Lucy are in New Orleans, which means and it's Mardi Gras time, which means playing all of the crappy 90s butt rock. Like, there's some yeah. corn in there, <laughs> there's some like in the one really hard party scene, we get Rob Zombie, which yes. like you were just waiting for the whole time. Like, they're okay, 90s vampire movie bring me the rob zombie like where is it oh here it is it is here yep it was not um the movie is really really conspicuously sponsored by virgin entertainment also (laughs) she works at a virgin record store and and, is like always wearing the shirt yeah and they put billboards that just say virgin in like every shot and it's like this whole thing um so uh so then we we cut to um van helsing explaining to simon that he doesn't want any cops involved in this theft and simon's like i don't understand and he's like you run my business while i go investigate it my damn self they took my treasures my secret dracula treasures and he even tries to talk him out of it by by saying like some of those were acquired by questionable means Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. means keeping a live creature in my base yeah for sure <laughs> oh this is also when i think we get to see him like treating himself with leeches and stuff oh and yeah weird, he's like, got a thing. little secret cool compartment full of leeches and then he like sucks the blood out of the leech with a syringe and sticks and then... it into himself he's got weird track marks and you're like what is he like dracking up on up leech dracula blood? shooting up leech blood it's very confusing 
Um, so we see that, and he tries to talk Simon into not getting involved, and then it cuts to them on the private jet, the, the hackers and thieves, the heistmen, trying to get the coffin open on the private jet. Yep, and, and guess what happens while they're trying to crowbar it open? Somebody cuts their finger. Yep, somebody cuts somebody. their finger and gets blood on the coffin, and then the coffin just, like, starts spilling dry ice smoke out of it, <laughs> like, instantly. And then they find, like, one dude, find Dax and or Shade, whichever one isn't dead finds a shriveled-ass corpse with a helmet on, covered in leeches yep. in there. And one of the leeches flies out and goes right <laughs> on his eyeball. Hey, hey, listen, I've studied leeches some. Here's one thing I know from my brief study of leeches. They don't fly. They don't even jump. They don't even jump. They barely crawl. They kind of swim a little. They, like, worm around. They're worms. Someone swimming? They're wormy. So creepy. Yeah. I, I never had seen one until, like, last they're, summer. And I was like, wormy. wow, these are aliens and horrible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah, weird mummy kind of desiccated body looking thing. and Wearing a cool helmet. Totally cool helmet. Uh, with some moss. Like yeah, moss there's like moss dirt. in there. And there's I like can, a big crucifix on him. And you yeah. know, as soon as that homie is like, there's rubies on this fucking crucifix. I'm going to take this. He lifts it out. You're like, okay, well, you're dead now. You did just take the crucifix off the off Dracula. The Dracula. Yeah. So good job there. I'm really proud of you. So he goes to like... You know, like, l- like look at the crucifix, and then uh, he gets snatched. Leech to the eyeball. He gets, oh, and then he gets snatched. Yeah, yes. so he pulls the leech off his eyeball at some point, and then he gets snatched by Dracula. And then um, someone else, I believe at that point it's... I don't even know which one. It doesn't matter. But someone else comes in to try and see what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he... Trick. Trick? His name was Trick. Trick. This movie is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to treat this movie like it wasn't fucking stupid, but it was fucking stupid. I think it's worth noting that Shade's full name is Nightshade. I like that better. They just called him Shade the whole time. I'm kind of feeling Shade. Um, so, um, so, so he goes back to try and find what happened to his friend and finds... He's scuffling. And then he finds him all vamped out, and he gets dracula too. And then... Um, Foreman comes back, and that's when he, like, shoots a hole in the roof of the plane. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And during well, this time... Well, that's when Dracula's in, in, like, the main... He, yes, the Dracula has... The, uh, yes, the helmet's come off, and he's gotten all young again from drinking yes. blood. You get a brief glimpse of him as, like, the creature, and, like, like all old and weird mm-hmm. and grody, but he, like, gets young again. And then we get the classic scene, the classic scene where a guy <laughs> expects his girlfriend to choose him over Dracula. Nope. She doesn't. Spoiler no. alert, she doesn't. She doesn't even try very hard. She's like, wait, no. what? Dracula just holds out his hand and gives her a look, and she just instantly walks over to him and offers up her neck, which, like, yes. Yeah, that's what she Yes. Does. That is it. Do. That is the thing. Like, um, And this is the point, I believe, where I, I turned over and was like, yes, 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 I talk about this all the time. Dracula <laughs> has a lot of powers. We've talked a lot about Dracula's powers over the lesser beasts of the earth, wolves and bats and rats, and also um, maybe some, like, thrall stuff, and maybe he can turn into a cloud sometimes. He's very strong. (laughs) Sometimes he controls the weather. Sometimes in this movie he controls the weather. But his number one power is that a woman will never choose you over Dracula. He can turn 51% of the population against you like that. And then good luck. We are more than you. And Dracula has all of us. Yep. All he has to do is hold out his hand and look at you with infinite longing. 
And he's, it's, he has crossed oceans of time. Oh, God, that line! <laughs> that line, that movie! No one could do that like Gary Oldman. No, no one. If anyone else said that, I would burst out laughing. But the way Gary Oldman yeah. just, like, puts so much... In, I have crossed oceans of time. You're like, you have, though, and I love you. Here's my neck. Please bite it. Thank you. Um... Anyway, <laughs> Dracula's cross ocean. This Dracula, so now that we've seen him in full force, I think it's time that we talk about the effects of him and kind of his appearance. He's very, he totally reminds me of Stuart Townsend in uh, Esla Stat in Queen of the Damned. Yeah, for sure. He's very like trench coat wearing, rockstery, pale, dark curly hair. Yeah, for sure. There's like Not, a 90s goth industrial yeah. Dracula. Um, and he's got like, curly hair that's like really long and it's kind of pushed back from his face but it's still like curly kind of around his like ears and neck and he's like kind of I don't know he's like of average build and average like attractiveness I would say like there's nothing super striking about like he's handsome enough but there's nothing like striking about his appearance in any way um he's just kind of like 90s like goth industrial hunk I guess yeah very kind of generic hunk looking and yeah not he didn't have the cachet. We talked about this. He didn't have the gravitas. <laughs> no gravitas. No gravitas. No. So so there's he's, very He's few, no Christopher Lee. There's very few Dracula performances, and I was talking about this really recently, that I really feel like the person, like I feel like Dracula is a role that is funny unless you bring it. And there are so few people who can bring it because it's like, it's ridiculous unless you can hit that note like just right, you know. And it's Im- almost impossible. You just have to have a presence that like that you can say, "I have crossed oceans of time," and people are like, "Oh yes, yes, yes," you know. Like it's just impossible to nail it unless you like you have yeah. to be a really good actor and you have to have like a certain something. Yeah, although I mean, we we're always going on about Gary Oldman. He's not. A giant guy. He's not a big guy. He doesn't have like the Christopher Lee, like I am six foot five and I fill a doorway with my body. Like he is like, and he's not like, like I think Gary Oldman's very attractive, but I know he's not like classically super handsome. Like if you saw, if you see him in other things, you're not about it. It's so, because he's also, um, but, but when he's Commissioner Gordon, you're like, wait, wait. Um, I had a boner like two minutes ago. What happened? Yeah. So I'm still, I'm still kind of into it. So actually I am, this is the thing about me. I've only ever seen the first Harry Potter movie and I've only seen it in the context of wizard people, dear reader. (laughs) But I know that Gary Oldman plays Sirius Black. And as a result, I like really want to just watch like the third one. Just do it. I think... Like, just so that I can look at him in a velvet jacket with, yeah. like, long hair. I think and just he's like, worth it. Uh, I, I mean, know. I have I have seen all of them multiple yeah. times, but yeah. I would say it's worth it. Just I've actually seen either part one or part two of the seventh one, too, in theaters, in IMAX, Wicked High, and I don't remember anything <laughs> about it. Um, so... I mean, so it's not like you're... You, <laughs> hey, but it's been... It got, it's gotten so, like, just out there in popular culture. I think culture that's part that of why I, I've can... avoided it because the thing is I was a fantasy and sci-fi person really hard growing up and I feel like Harry Potter, I don't think it's bad, but I think for better or for worse, it's dominated the conversation about like fantasy stuff in a way that I became very resentful of because there were things like, like this is my life and this <laughs> is the only series that anyone cares about and there are ones that I think that are just so much better. You know what I mean? Um, PM me if you want to know what they are. I'll <laughs> list them. Um, but anyway, uh, 
But yeah, so anyway, I would watch it just to see him. But anyway, my, the point is, he's kind of like a mousy looking dude. Yeah, he's not. You know? But he he's just. He's not Christopher Lee either. But right, but he brings he it. it. He brings it so hard. He brings an intensity to the role that I think it's not funny. You know what I mean? No. Like his performance. Anyone is not else funny. screaming that they renounce God and stabbing yes! a cross right, with a sword right. is not gonna be as and it's even, not gonna come across the same. No, and even all of the scenes of him like caressing Mina and being like be, like drinking absinthe mm-hmm. and like wearing that hat. Like anyone I don't else think could pull off the glasses, the no, little red glasses. Anyone else would just be comedic, but he brings he brings the heat. He brings yes. the heat. So let's just say that this Gerard <laughs> Butler does not bring the heat to no. Dracula. I mean, he does a good job with the heat in the 300. Yeah. If you're into, like, muscle-bound, diaper-wearing like, not my thing, but he probably just matured and, into like, his... Yeah, I wouldn't think I'd be into muscle-bound, diaper-wearing cape guys, but, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not. I'm not against it either, really. Yeah, I don't know. Having seen it... In per- like, not in person, but... In, in movies. In yeah, movies. I don't know. I'm trying to, Maybe. like... I guess, I don't know, just not my thing. Not my thing. Like, if you, like... It's not top of the scorecard. Sure, for but sure, it's, for sure. It's on there. But my, like, celeb crushes are... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the map and they're all weird. And they're all based on, like... Well, okay, given Gerard Butler as Dracula in Dracula 2000 or King Leonidas... Prince sure. Okay. Yeah. For sure. I'm gonna take King that Leonidas. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Okay. So there are many things that I would take over that. Yeah. For sure. So as a Dracula, not great. No. Not great. He's like okay, but he's not great. He doesn't bring. If he were a vampire, he yes. would be great. He could play. He would be a vampire. In any of those movies great. where there are like raves, late night <laughs> vampire raves, he which is a lot blade. of them. Yeah. He could be a vampire at a late night vampire rave, and it would be really good. But yeah. as Dracula, he's just missing that je ne sais quoi for yeah. sure. Um, so, so, so now that we've seen him kind of in action on this plane, um, he calls up like a weird storm. Yeah. Of clouds, I guess. bloody looking clouds, and he crashes the plane into the into the and, swamp. And briefly, we see um, we see him do that weird like across time and space dimensional rift thing with Mary. Oh yeah, that where thing. like the door of the plane is somehow opening into the door of her bedroom, and they mm-hmm. like see each other, and then like Lucy walks right through him, and he's not really there, and then Mary kind of comes to, mm-hmm. and he crashes the plane. And then, um, oh, this is, I, I have such a, I have such a good note about this. Um, so when they kind of encounter each other through time and space, he just walks up to her and they stand really close and he's like, it's you. And he just like smells her. So like, you kind of think they're going to kiss or something. And he just like. If you've ever seen Jeepers Creepers or perhaps Jeepers Creepers 2, I can't remember which one, that guy's always sniffing people's hair and it's like that level of like, ugh. Yeah, it's it, not. It groated me right out as soon as he did it, but he just sniffs her like wicked hard. It's yeah. gross. I mean, if Gary Oldman Dracula sniffed me, I would probably be I okay would, with I would it. roll over and die. Pro- In, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. for sure. But no, um, not this Dracula. Um, no. Yeah, so anyway. Um, and I did no- notice later other vampires that he's made. Are sniffing people. Weird. I yeah, I don't know if maybe that was a, a thing. Maybe okay. they thought vampires were in a sniff Just like thing. huffing, huffing people? Huffing humans are like, mm. Huffing people. Well, okay, like if you have like a really good bowl of soup or whatever, you're like... <sighs> or yeah. like... Or wine. That, yeah. That's probably the more <laughs> <Yeah>. obvious. <laughs> like, soup. Soup, soup. Soup. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> 
As a vampire, I'm just going to drink blood out of a big soup bowl with a <laughs> giant ladle. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so everyone's huffing everyone, and then we cut to Mary in the confessional. And I nailed this. I nailed this. Can I just say? They showed the priest's face outside the confessional for the first time, and I was like, that's that guy. It's that guy. Oh, she did. I've seen him. I've seen him. Firefly. And you were like, Sure, I'm not sure. Because it looks like such a sweetie little baby. He does look very young. Yeah, and he's got little glasses on. He's playing a priest, and it is indeed him. I'm not a fan of that show. I've made. I think I've seen the movie. I don't remember what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. Serenity. Yes. So I've seen that, and I think I've seen one episode of the show because it's one of those things that a lot of people I know really like it, but I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I think I have a similar thing with it because it's one of those. Wait, like you can't shove something down my throat. Sure. You have to like, like a cat. Like you have to like leave it on the floor and don't look at me and walk away and don't look at it and just leave leave it alone with it. And like next week, I will have binge watched all of it. Yeah. But so yeah, I so I've seen like a couple of episodes of it because but it really wasn't my thing. It had that like Joss Whedon like no one really talks like this dialogue that puts me off of everything that he does, where everyone is a wisecracking one liner. You know what I'm talking about? Everybody. Yes. Every Speaking single character. Oh my god. This Dracula. Oh my god. Dracula 2000. This movie has so many he, fucking fa- puns. Hey, he makes so many other vampires com- like compared to other He turns everybody into a yeah, vampire. Just everyone. Everybody Doesn't in the just entire kill city people. of New Orleans is a vampire now. He also infects them with stupid one-liners. Mm-hmm. Which is as soon as they become a vampire, they're just like just ugh, it's rotten. Them. It's rotten. Did Joss Whedon write this? He didn't. You don't have to look. He definitely didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so okay, so so we cut to her in the confessional, and she's trying to get information out of, out of Firefly Dude, the priest. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, my mom used to come here, and I need to know why she, like, left, like, why she left, what was going on. And he's like, you know, that's confidential. And she's like, trying, she's like, we've been friends for a really long time. And, um... He doesn't, like, tell her anything substantial. And then we cut to Van Helsing in the airport trying to get out of town. I know. I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, my co-host, Juniper, is looking at the IMDb <laughs> credits for this oh, movie she's right now. Oh, she, she's a singer. Vitamin C. she's clicking on the fact that a woman named Vitamin C was in this movie as Colleen Ann Fitzpatrick. And I don't know who it is, but she's acting like I should. And I No, don't. I was like, this is, why is that name familiar? And was you know she why in the Pokemon like, movie? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. She is. Pokemon, first movie, yeah, New yeah. Strikes Back. For sure. Okay. Yep. Like anyway. That, that's, okay. That's so. where we know Vitamin C because she does the song. That makes sense Correct. to me. Okay, so anyway, if you could pay attention now, if you could... Uh, it's vitamin C. If you could just Sorry. check on back in. So that actually is the character of Lucy Westerman. Yes. It should be Westenra, I think. But yeah, maybe it's Westerman. This is like when people come to the Americas and they're like, what's your name? We can't pronounce Westerman. that. Your name is Smith. Yeah, that's fine. So. <laughs> so we go to Van Helsing in the airport and he is trying to get out of town. Oh, okay. And he is like, uh, he well, sees he, the news report. He shows up in town. He is in town. That's why oh, everyone has right, this right, right, stupid right, right, hat. Right. Yes, he go, he gets to the New Orleans airport and everyone's, everyone's wearing, wearing the, bees. You remember those like cat in the hat style felt hats that were big around for in like the late 90s for a hot second? Everyone has those on. Yeah, and there's some and people with no jeans. shirts. And <laughs> a lot of jinkos. Like, it's the airport. It's not well, Lots of Mardi jinkos up it's in that not, space. It's um, not... Yeah, it's... 
I want to wear one leg of the Jinko jeans as a skirt and just leave the other leg flapping around next to me and walk around like that, like really bad. Okay, so he shows up in New Orleans, but he gets there and he just happens to catch this news report on TV about the plane crash mm-hmm. and um, the like mysterious bodies on the plane that were already dead in a nearby town. So he decides to go there, and it turns out that um, Simon has been following him. Yep. But this like is where creep. we cut to the woman filming the news story about and the like plane your crash. favorite scene, I think. Yeah, your I was very scene. excited about this. Um, so. There's a woman who's, like, filming a news story with, like, one cameraman, and that's the only other person around, and she's in front of the swamp where the plane crashed, being like, I'm so-and-so, and and this is the thing, and then they cut, and she's like, did you get my tits in the shot? And you're like, hmm, this, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about this at all. She progresses um, to turn her spot into something like, turn me on at 11 to find out about gross dead bodies in the swamp. Yeah, like, mm, it gets more and more no. gratuitous. Like you're going to die. Like yep. it's and a Wes Craven movie, and you're talking about and your, your boobs tits. are out, and yeah, and so she's like, um, so you're seeing her through the camera when you just see a cut appear on her neck out of nowhere, just out of nothing, and she kind of starts freaking out and screaming, and then the guy looks away from the camera, and now he can see Dracula. Dracula doesn't show up on film, does nope. he, my dude? So now Dracula's holding her by the neck and slitting her neck with a thing, and then she kind of gets away and she gets in the van, and now she's looking through the monitors as he just like whips this dude around and like breaks him but you don't see Dracula you just see this guy flying around and I am so easily amused that during this scene I'm sitting on the couch going very good very good yes more oh he doesn't show on the camera does he he's invisible and I'm like very very excited by this very amused um I was there I can attest to this that's exactly how it happened My note is, like, so emphatic. No Drax on camera. No Drax. No Drax on camera. Um, And then we switch to Mary in the record store at her job at Virgin Branded. Extremely Virgin Branded. Virgin Music. Virgin Mobile record store. Virgin Megastore. And um, she has had another vision of Dracula, and this time he... Oh, it's when she sees herself and Dracula kissing. Mm-hmm. And she gets all freaked out, and she goes to her coworker, and she's like, you have to cover for me, I just have to go. And her coworker's like, why? And she's like, I just have to go. Because I, I do. And just leaves. And this made me really mad, because I was like, there is a get-out-of-jail-free card for these situations. You just say period. You just say period. Honestly, if when we worked together, I had run up to you in your office and been like... Can you just like watch my stuff for a second? I just like have to get out of here. And you were like, why? And I was like, period. You would have been like, okay. You would have told me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we we pretty much instantly had the kind of relationship like the second that we met where I would have been like, let me tell you what's going on. I had a vision of Dracula. Anyone and else? Like, Whatever they're like, where did Alyssa go? I would say period. Period stuff. Period stuff. Period stuff. I got out of gym class using my period all the time. That wasn't even real. I was just like, I'd just be like, I can't, I can't play touch football today period stuff like it's you can just use it for anything like but anyway yeah no you're right I would not have whatever it was I would have told you I would have run into your office and just like slammed the door and been like let me tell you (laughs) let me tell you the thing um Ever since that day that uh, that we made Velociraptor impressions, I know that's like my. my we made I know Velociraptor you impressions that, across that's, that's the like room at each other. Really, without of our discussing timeline. it, we both just kind of started acting like dinosaurs once, and after that, it was like, oh, I don't think that uh, our the owner of the company and one of the salespeople, his favorite salesperson, um, it's like very. L- 
ladylike. I don't know how to really describe her without kind of sounding mean. Uh, prissy? That's not that kind of prim, kind of kind of uptight, kind of uptight. She was nice though. She's, is the yeah. thing. She was ultimately not, a nice person. Not nasty. She was just a, not a laid back. No, so the two of them are talking about some some business stuff, <laughs> business, and uh, and there's like. 20 feet of this o- the open space that we we're walking across and uh, <laughs> they're walking towards each other and we both we, we catch each other's eyes <laughs> and it's just magic from then on because we just start doing dinosaur like arms like the hands come up and like the walk so walking real slow <laughs> when we get to each other and then we're just <laughs> walking normal. yeah <laughs> just drop it just drop. you gotta just drop it you gotta just drop it and after that it was like oh a kindred spirit on this earth i see i see i have acted like a velociraptor towards this person and they have reciprocated in kind this is my friend now yes um and yeah and then and then that became that became a whole thing just became a thing yep after that. But anyway, um, so I would have told you, but anyway, she gets, she just leaves without giving an excuse, which to me is like the worst. Even if you have to just be like, mm, diarrhea. And yeah. no one, no one's going to question you no. further. Like there's so many easy ways to dip out of your job without acting like a psycho, you know? And this is a thing that always bugs me in movies and stuff is like, why not just like make up an excuse? It's pretty easy. People yeah. do it all day, every day. Periods, diarrhea. I, or you could say something about I'm really nauseous and I have to go. Yeah, like I'm gonna. Like, I'm really sick. Or even like my mom just called my grandma's dead. Yeah, you can. You can. You only get two though, and you got to keep track because I have worked with people where you did the math and you're like they're on their fourth grandma, <laughs> they're on their fifth grandma. That's not real. But yeah, so she doesn't make an excuse. She just like dips out and um, and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. I know, I know what this, I know what this means now. So um, then uh, it turns out Van Helsing has pursued Dracula to like um, the place where they're keeping the bodies in that weird like schoolhouse in the little oh, town the by little the town swamp. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so oh, there's all God. these body bags on the floor, <laughs> and this scene is like, this is when we get all the one-liners from oh. all the vampires. Well, there was the the few one-liners in the. Um, I guess that's after this, actually. This is where it gets this real. Is where it gets this is where it gets real. So, so it turns out all the people from the heist in the plane are all vampires now. And so Simon and Van Helsing are trying to take them down with, like, steel bolt shooting guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a point where Omar Epps is a vampire, is, like, uh, grappling with Simon, and he pulls out the cross, and he goes, sorry, sport, I'm an atheist. And then Simon pops a knife out of the bottom of the cross and stabs him in the eye with it. Yeah, not effective. Not effective. No, and no one in this movie knows how to kill a vampire. They don't. It's Nobody really does. frustrating. A lot of stabs in the stomach. A lot of stabs in like things like the eye, like where you're like, what are you doing? Like, what you're are so you close. doing? Like, have you ever heard of Dracula? I have, and he's not even fucking real. They even made a joke about it in the beginning. They have. Yeah. So stupid. They, oh, I feel like that's a good. I want to touch on that. The um, at the beginning, Helsing makes a comment about how oh, I can't believe my grandfather would be, you know, the mm. source material for that mm-hmm. that ridiculous book. Mm-hmm. My poor grandfather could being be slandered. Into a novel by Bram Stoker. Um, yeah, it's dumb. So I don't know. So Dracula exists in this world. Like the legend of Dracula is a thing. 
And yet, nobody knows how to kill a vampire, which is just infuriating. It is. Infuriating. So, so he stabs him in the eye after he says, sorry, sport, I'm an atheist, which, okay, sure. And then um, we get another really good one-liner um, because, like, Simon tries to kill the girl who worked at the place he worked, um, who he kind of had a crush on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what the problem with you, Simon, was is that you British men want to romance, and all I want to do is suck. And then she tries to bite his neck. And yeah. I, 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 well, what did I say? I was like, I could have done without that. Yeah. And I still feel that way. I could have done without that. And if you're going to watch this movie, y'all could have done without it too. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's both a bad pun and just like not yeah. in very good taste. Yeah. You know? Um, and then um, after they kind of temporarily beat all those vampires back. This is when we see um, Simon, who, like, okay, is he named for Simon from Castlevania? Maybe. My co-host thinks not. I'm Okay, I'm skeptical because whoever made this movie does not actually love Dracula, so I can't imagine that they would have... I just feel like if you're going to name a main character Simon, it's got to be a nod. It's got to be a nod. But I also, like, I want to believe that everyone loves Castlevania as much as I do. Um, so, so he's explaining, like, his kind of history to Simon in the Jeep being like, mm-hmm. listen. And this is when we find out about, like, what the leech stuff is about. Like, that he's been, like, injecting himself with little bits of Dracula blood so that he can live forever until mm-hmm. he figures out how to destroy Dracula. And he explains that Dracula in this movie is not subject to the usual vampire stuff. Like, he can't be killed by the usual vampire means, and he is immune to them. Um, and so he cannot be destroyed. And so he's trying to figure out how, and he's keeping himself alive with little bits of Dracula blood until he figures it out. Yep. Simon tries to get out of the car. Yeah. (laughs) Which we both thought was a pretty reasonable response to this. Um, He he says that Dracula is beyond the reach of death. Um, He's been after him for over a century. uh, And they show them in like the 1800s doing their thing. And then um, basically after that, we see the woman from the news program in the insane asylum. Oh, I thought she was just, like, in the police custody thing. Maybe she was in the asylum. Perhaps. She was being viewed there. through a two-way mirror by a doctor and she's another dude. Dr. Seward. Yeah, she's doing the slutty vampire thing where she's, like, you know, she's just doing that thing where she, like, pulling her dress down or up, depending on which end of the dress you're talking about, and being all, like, I know that you're yeah, all whispery and innuendo-y. Yeah, and they, the dude does, indeed. And then she smashes through the glass and gets him. Mm-hmm. You know, like they do. I do kind of like how, um, at that part, <laughs> Dracula does go after Seward, who is, like, being a little screamy, a little girly, and he's, like, shh. He's, like, super up close in his face. He's, like, shh, shh, shh. Puts his little finger over Seward's mouth and is, like, <laughs> with dignity. And as soon as he takes his finger away... He screams like a little baby. Yeah. 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 I I like to think I would take getting Dracula with great dignity, but I also would be one of those, I'd be one of the women that he just looks in the eyes. And then you read it. And I just tip my head to the side, like, just, yes, do it. Do it, though. It's always men who take it a lot worse, unless we're talking about Johnny Alucard in Dracula AD 1972, (laughs) who wanted it very badly. Yes, he did. Wanted it very badly. And we did, We were denied that scene, and I'm still a little mad about it. 
The 70s were the worst, I guess. I guess. I guess. I thought they were supposed to be all, like, free and easy. If but... I, I would think if any movie had would show that, it would be that one. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, no, we'll not have to, as progressive we'll have to get as they into the, thought 70s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll have to get into the Anne Rice stuff to satisfy <laughs> my longing for gay Draculas. Right? Yes. Because that, there's plenty. There's plenty to go around. <laughs> plenty of gay Draculas. Plenty of gay Draculas to All go around over. in that series. I was at the bookstore the other day and I texted a picture of this to my co host. Oh, I, I was at the bookstore the other day. Actually. Apparently, there's a new Anne Rice movie that is, uh, uh, book rather, that is titled The Vampire Lestat. In the, in the kingdom of Atlantis. I thought it was the Prince Lestat. Okay, maybe. Maybe it might be. It might be. But the point is, in Atlantis, in the kingdom of Atlantis, how fucking wacky does that have to be? Like, it's Prince Lestat and the realms of Atlantis. So this was on the new releases shelf at, um, at the bookstore when I was there the other day. And, like... It's gotta be wild, right? Like, Atlantis? Vampires in Atlantis? Yeah. Oh, man. I guess I got... I gotta give those another shot. I read the first one. I read Interview with a Vampire. They just get so... And I I kind of tapped out after that. I kind of tapped out after that. I think once you push... If if it's pushing for you, but for me, I was just gobbling up all of the ridiculous... Um, if you can, you know get what it is. I don't the even think I didn't even finish the first one totally. I think I tapped out um, after the guy was like freeing all the slaves. That's like a third in. <laughs> yeah, I like, think that's the last thing I remember. Yeah, so you, but it really was that I started reading it at the same time I started like a semester, and so it just kind of like. But maybe I'll pick it up again. You should pick it up again. I will because I feel I, like I I pick have it up to. and remind me and. and yeah, I'll read along. Okay, okay. So we'll, maybe we'll do a weekly book club feature where we take five <laughs> five minutes of our mammoth hour and a half long show and talk about where we're at in the book. Um, but anyway, so so he goes to Atlantis apparently in the next one, which is just like wild, like fucking. Well, wild. he's been to a lot of places. He's been to heaven, purgatory, whatever. He's been dead and hanging out <laughs> with angels before. So he's basically, um, he's basically. Um, in those Mercedes Lackey's Lackey books, he's he's Vaniel? what the fuck's Daniel? He's him. He's basically him. He like sticks around as a ghost <laughs> for like five hundred years after she kills him, where he's just like still around, just showing up with my lover, solving people's forest. problems with his ghost lover, who's like yeah. way too young for him, even though they're ghosts now. Yeah, I yeah, think actually should have a book where it's just. The two of them in the forest hanging As out, solving, dealing like, with solving mysteries. Yeah, Scooby Doo <laughs> mysteries of Vaniel and his inappropriately young lover, who is his old lover reincarnated. Yes. Man, those books are wild <laughs> and stupid. But I was, I was into those ones that originally started, and I was wicked into the the ones where the princess like abandons her responsibilities to get some savage birdman dick. <laughs> I was wicked into those ones too. Um, yeah, those ones. You could drop it and it would fall <laughs> Just like you're waiting for it, though. Like for so long. Like she yeah. makes you wait for it. I digress. I really, really, really fucking digress. I feel like this, we should title this one just many digressions while we try to get through. We really just tried to get through Dracula 2000 for you and it was hard to do. Yeah. Um... So, we're, just, we're just about through it, though. Yeah, we're getting there. So um, we go back to the record store, and this is when Dracula is, like, striding through the record store. Yeah, and all, and the, all, all the girls are just 
dripping and thrown across the room at him as he walks. He just walks through, and all the female heads turn and and watch him pass. It's this. One woman gets a tit out. She doesn't really, but she might as well. Female populated records. Yeah, we have noted that there hasn't been a man in this record store in a single shot. Also, there are very few not white people Mm. in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In this version of New Orleans. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and okay, so he meets Lucy at the record store. Lucy yeah. takes him back to meet Mina, not Mina, Mary's apartment. Mary. <laughs> and she's like, well, you could just wait here with me, ripping open her blouse. She's like, I could make you some coffee. And Dracula looks at her and says, I never drink coffee. And it and slayed me. It slayed me rolling on the floor so right. And, and I literally was and like, I said I hated this movie, but I love this movie. Yeah. That really, honestly, if it almost had, redeemed the entire thing. For me, at least. Yeah, I was, I was so about it. They really, um, it was like the perfect nod to like, okay, we're trying to make a 2000 Dracula movie. Like, it was so good. It was so good. It was the only part of the movie that I was just like, Yes, though. You nailed it. And then the next thing you know, the two of them are banging on the ceiling. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so they start banging in the bed, and then they just, like, float up, and now they're banging on the ceiling. What? I don't know. I don't understand how it works either. He bites her. He makes her a vampire. We saw this coming. Yep. Um, We see Omar Epps, the vampire, in the parking garage. Simon Mm -hmm. has come to marry and is like, listen, this is what's going on. I'm going to try and help you. And they're trying to leave through the parking garage. Omar Epps shows up. He's still mad about his eye that got stabbed out. But then Simon just cuts his head off, and it flies right into the dumpster. Yep. Pew! Plunk. Right into the dumpster. There are some one-liners. Where he's like, an eye for an eye. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. The worst. So there's so many, like vampire stupid puns in this movie and one thing you should know about me I know there's been like a big resurgence in kind of the internet and stuff and like the pop culture where like we've turned on dad jokes and now they're a thing that everyone acts like they love I hate it I still hate it it shrivels my boner till it goes back inside my body when you make a stupid pun (laughs) like you make some stupid pun at me and I die a little bit inside so this movie killed me you can imagine the Mm -hmm. only thing that I loved about it was I never drink Coffee. Coffee. Oh, very good. Very good. Bravo, <laughs> sir. Um, so uh, then we see um, kind of the showdown of Van Helsing and Dracula in Mary's apartment. Very quick showdown. Very quick showdown. Van Helsing goes down instantly. Dracula just like wrecks him and is like, yeah. now I'm going to fuck your daughter. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Mary is Van Helsing's daughter. I don't think we talked about that. Oh. <laughs> it barely matters. Mary is Van Helsing's so, yeah, daughter. Yeah, the whole reason he Dracula's creeping out after her is because since Van Helsing has been shooting up with Dracula blood, since before Mary was conceived, Dracula feels that he's she's his. She's got Dracula blood, Dracula in, her. blood in her, and therefore... Mine. Yeah. Got that Dracula. It's like when you pee on things, except you're a vampire, so you just bleed on them. That actually makes a lot of sense. I think that's mine. <laughs> we're, we're fake wiping our blood on each other now, because that's the kind of people that we are. Also, your enormous cat just lumbered out of the next room, and I was very pleased to see him. Um, I'm always pleased to see him. She's wiping blood. She's wiping fake blood on him. Um, <laughs> Pretending to wipe imaginary, imaginary blood. Imagine, I don't mean fake blood as in. I actually do have fake blood in my backpack. <laughs> all the time or for tonight? Just all the time. Okay. Because, like, I needed it for Halloween, and then I just never took it out. So now I have this tube of fake blood and a bunch of Q-tips in my bag all the time. Just, like, um, I was 11 from Stranger Things for Halloween because I have a shaved head. And, and it was perfect. Yeah, and so I had to dab on the nosebleed. 
Um, but anyway, uh, so there's a brief showdown. He goes down um, real quick. Um, yep. And then the next thing that we see is... Um, Mary coming home, right? Yeah, so so there's a brief scene in between where the three 90s bad girls are going after Simon. Oh, with the ridiculous slit where it would be NC-17 if she weren't yeah, wearing Yeah, I thought she panties. wasn't, she's wearing flesh-colored underoos, and she's got this slit in her dress that, like, normally the slit on the dress is over the sort of flank, over the thigh, mm-hmm. towards the side. Hers is positioned very far towards the center of her body, very far, and she just, like, flashes cooch, yep. like, wicked hard at him at one point and she is wearing flesh colored underwear underneath and I was like wait did we just did we just have NC-17 this and you're like I think she's wearing underwear I think so I mean it wasn't, because I was like is it they wouldn't leave like a slip be, like that in there yeah there wouldn't be full frontal nudity or they fixed it in post as as the cool kids sure say. sure I fix a lot about this show in post there's a, I, I'm going to cut out, like, six tangents in this one. Yeah. This one's going to get cut out. <laughs> Our first episode, I cut out that whole thing where you talked about where you used to buy your golf clothes when you were a kid. <laughs> but let's not go into that or I'll have to cut it out again. So um, so anyway, uh, uh, so we see her vajoo and then um, and then the three the three vampire women that he has turned at weird this point. Weird sisters or whatever we're calling yeah, them. Yeah, so it's um, There's the, always the three news weird anchor, sister. the news anchor woman, the woman who worked at Van Helsing's company and Lucy and so they're all sort of like samey looking blonde women in similar yeah. dresses and they're big all big hair now now they got yeah vamps, they now got they got the hair. crazy hair now that they remember and they're and going after white him. evening gown dresses like for they some went shopping they all dressing. match which is kind of cute <laughs> honestly um so they so they're going after him and then we cut away and um and we see this is when um Dracula's going after. Mary, mm-hmm. Simon comes in to save her. Dracula turns into a wolf. Simon and shoots him, and he turns into a cloud of bats. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's still kind of like trying to resist that she knows Dracula has like power over her. I get that kind of vibe from mm-hmm. that scene where she's like running away, but at the same time she's kind of like, uh. yeah, she does a pretty good job of of victims of running away and not being like. What's in here farther? Like, she picks up a phone and tries to call 911. Yeah. No one else here has thought to be right, like, right. maybe I should Maybe a do cop something. could bail me out of this. Yeah. yeah. Or at least a cop can get between me and this she while I run. She seems to be the only one who is able to resist Dracula's thrall in any way, at least. Yeah. So we think at this point. Um, so, so he turns into a bat cloud. Then they go to hole up in the church to hide from him. It turns out Dracula doesn't give a shit about that. He comes into the church after them. This is when Simon throws a handful of Bible pages at him and they burst into flames. He just opens the book and, and the, the pages b- fly out. <laughs> also here there was a thing which made... At the time, I thought it was it was amusing. He's a, So he's walking through Mardi Gras, although it's kind of a tame, clean version of Rob, Mardi Gras. <coughs> Rob Zombie. Rob, <laughs> I just choked on my wine because I, I was so excited Rob to say Rob Zombie. <laughs> Mardi Gras, but Rob, Rob Zombie's Mardi Gras would not look like this at all. <laughs> I killed myself over Rob Zombie's Mardi I choked to death on wine because I was so excited because they were playing Rob Zombie for they, some reason. Which, like, every time we talk about goth industrial, like, vampire braves, I always imagine Rob Zombie's playing. Better Rob Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, or like if they can't afford the rights to that, like a, a third party, like not that off of song that. in the beginning that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Or that one episode of the X Files with the vampire rave. It's the one right after Scully gets abducted by aliens, and then Mulder has sex with the hot vampire. And I always thought it was like in bad taste because it's one episode after Scully gets abducted by aliens, and he's just like stuffing his dick in vampires. And you're kind of like, are you even a little bit worried? Well, he's coping with people cope with grief grief in different ways, and that's how he copes. He just like j- ram jamming it into a woman he met at a rave last night. Yeah. Sure. Who's also a vampire. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, man, the he tangents tonight. The tangents tonight. The <laughs> I can't believe in this movie. This movie can Ugh. hold us. Ugh. So he hucks the Bible pages at him. They burst into flames. Um, oh, what I, what I was tangenting originally. <laughs> So we see there's coins falling on the ground, oh, yeah. and he gets yep. super distracted and like worrisome about these coins. And you see coins. And you get excited because you think I thought he was going to have to stop and pick them up and count them. He doesn't. Spoiler alert. Um, it turns out it's not about that. It's not totally but, not about but, that. But you got really excited because you were like, "Yes, the vampire OCD, the vampire no. OCD," which is the thing that we love. My favorite, but no, not that um, at all. Anyways, so so so, so um, then we get uh, the the. The bad girls are kind of holding Simon sort of captive, mm-hmm. and then um, Mary finally succumbs to Dracula on the roof over the Mardi Gras party. Mm-hmm. And by succumbs to Dracula, I mean that both in a biblical and a non-biblical sense. He comes up to her, and he's like, she's kind of like, wants an explanation. He kind of starts half-heartedly explaining, like, I've been looking for you for, I've walked the streets for all of time and I've been, you have no idea what I've been through and he's doing the Dracula angst thing and then he's like, let me show you what I've never shown anybody. And then he goes in and bites her neck and she's kind of doing the like rapturous thing, mm. you know, and then they're mystically, she, her face turns into a sheet. <laughs> her face <laughs> slowly flattens out through weird CGI and turns into a sheet which is billowing above a bed, and then we see them in the bed. Mm. And their toad's banging, and he's cutting himself, and she's drinking the blood, which is the thing that makes her mm. not a regular vampire, but a special vampire. Um, if you played Skyrim, it's the difference between contracting sanguinaire vampirus and turning into a vampire and actually becoming a vampire lord when Lord Harkin asks you if you want to be. And then you get the cool skill tree, and you get to level up. You can summon gargoyles. It's way to go. It's, it's very absolutely good. It's very go. good. Yeah, if you can swap one with like, Dracula. yeah. Otherwise, it's like a sort of STD. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I've actually, like, given up in that game, too, on biting people because I feel really bad about it. I've only done it, like, a couple of times, and it was the gray beards while they were sleeping. But in, um, but I've just started only traveling at night, and it's worth it. Worth it. Um, and that's kind of, like, a reflection of my, <laughs> of my IRL. So you won't feel guilty about asking your NPC to carry your bags <laughs> when your doors, and you won't feel guilty about the uh, NPCs that you bite and turn into vampires. I don't think they become vampires. They just get bitten. They can take a potion. Okay. Okay, so when you fight vampires in that game, sometimes you can track, like, vampire disease, and then you have three days to take a cure disease potion before it's you become so a vampire. It's so an STD. It is an STD. Have you ever seen It Follows, that movie? No, because it looks super creepy. And you told me about it. My co-host is afraid of horror movies, which is a place where we differ very significantly because there is no horror movie on heaven or earth which can frighten me anymore. It's only the ghost one. The one, the only horror movie that made me the next night lay awake, like, help me, my life is over, was The Ring. And it's because I was 13 and I had a TV in my room. And that was a tough week. That week was 
tough, my dude. Um, the but ring actually, it bothered me, but it wasn't that bad, and I did have a TV at the foot of the bed, and I just wouldn't go near the foot of the bed. Sure. I was like, problem solved. Sure. <laughs> so so that movie really scared me. So, okay, so, so my point is that It Follows is actually, like, one of my favorite recent horror movies because it's basically about a sexually transmitted ghost. And I did like actually... it's very good. I will... To, to the st- so your basically description... The, the thing of, is going to pursue you if until you fuck someone and pass it on to them. And if they get killed, it comes back to you. So you hope that you fuck someone who's going to go fuck a bunch of people and move it down the line a bunch, or else it's coming back for you. And it can look like anyone, but it just like walks straight towards you no matter what until it gets you. So there's a lot of scenes where you just like, you're seeing the characters and you see someone start walking towards them across a field, just like very deterred. And you're like, (gasps) you know, Um, but it's like, it's not really scary, but it's very unique, very interesting horror movie it was one of that and the Babadook were my best of the last couple years far and away and I watch every horror movie this is the thing that I do and usually they're really bad and I'm angry and disappointed Babadook was really good that was really very good and and it follows was it wasn't scary but it was like unique and interesting and it was like a very fresh premise on the fence about watching it follows I did go back and watch the trailer just just to kind of Feel it out, see if it was going to be too much for me. I don't know. It's I, My co-host once saw a trailer for Darkness Falls, and the trailer for Darkness Falls scared her. And then my sister forced me to... Forced is strong. Convinced me to watch it because it was such a terrible movie, which she is absolutely right. The movie is terrible, unfortunately. She, she was probably thinking that once you saw it, you would realize how ridiculous it was. Yeah, and... well, because this movie, like, the trailer for it really messed me up. I am naturally... <laughs> this is... I, I feel like I shouldn't say this on the podcast. I'm kind of afraid of the dark for a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> My ghost is a terrible vampire. I long for the sweet embrace of death, so I have I nothing to fear. On, on the night terrors I had constantly as a child. Yeah, that's so fair. I'm and afraid honestly, of going to like, bed I, um, and afraid of the dark because of this. So I talk a good game because I'm not afraid of horror movies, but in reality, my big weakness is that in any crisis situation, I just lay down and wait to die. Yeah. I have no will to survive. One time I was in an elevator that stopped working, and instead of pushing the call button, I just sat on the floor of the elevator and waited for death to come for me. I was only in there for 20 minutes, but I had given up. I was like, this is it for me. This is how I die. You didn't try to crawl at the top? No. I would have been like, I didn't this even, is my excuse. I didn't even press the emergency call button. I was like, well, this will sort, sort itself out or it won't. You know? And that's me. Like, if I was stranded on a desert island, I wouldn't, like, try and crack coconuts out open for water. I would just lay down on my back and wait for the sweet embrace of Mother Night to come for me. Yeah, if I was on a desert island, I would absolutely just Yeah, I have no fight in me. I have no will to live. What poisonous creatures can I get at? If there isn't a drive-through Dunkin' Donuts in a fucking quarter-mile radius, I'm just ready to die at all times. Um, But yeah, so so anyway... Anyway, we digress again. <laughs> again and again. I have no will to live and my co-host is afraid of the dark. We're really spooky. We're extremely spooky vampires, though. Um, so where the hell If I were a vampire, we? I wouldn't be so afraid of the dark. Oh, so Mary succumbs yes. to Dracula oh, yes. on the roof. This is big. So they're in the bed banging, swapping blood. She's becoming the proper vampire. <laughs> and then um, they're back on the roof. And this is when we find out where Dracula came from. Supposedly, this movie, in this this movie. movie makes some fucking claims for itself. Wow. This is it's big. So <laughs> so they go back in time. Way, way the back. fuck back in time. And they posit that Dracula is Judas Iscariot, 
which is ridiculous. And the only good thing about it is the sweet, tender kiss. Oh, yeah, this is really good. So they go back and they start showing you kind of... So so she's succumbing to Dracula and they're showing you the Last Supper yeah. painting. And I'm like, oh, Jesus is mad at you, girl. Girl, you done goofed. But then they zoom in on Judas and it turns out that it's the same actor. And you're like, huh? And then they show, show Judas kissing Jesus, you know, kind of very near the mouth, like mm-hmm. kind of on the corner of the yeah, mouth. Very um, mouth cheek area. Yeah, it was like a very tender kiss. And yeah. I was like, oh, Oh, fuck. He's, Very intimate. He's Judas. And then they show him betraying Jesus and Jesus getting crucified and then him trying to hang himself and all this gold coins, silver coins, spilling out of his pockets and landing on the ground, which looks exactly like the coins that spilled at Mardi Gras that he was so bent out of shape about. So it isn't the OCD vampire thing. It's, a, it's It reminded him of his Jesus days. Um, Hello, PTSD. But can we just talk about what a big claim this is? This is a yeah. big rewrite of the Dracula myth. No. Like, Vlad Dracul like is enough of an origin story, I feel like. Without, yeah. I don't see why you have to go farther. Why take it? Judas. It's big. Mm. It's big. And 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 it, I, I likened it to... This kind of makes him like the Count St. Germain in a big way. Like, if you've ever heard the story of the Count St. Germain at all. And if you're not a folklorist, I like really apologize. But he was a guy who was kicking around in Europe for a while in sort of like the 1500s, who was supposedly immortal. He was an alchemist. Um, but his deal was a lot of people like connect him to the one of the Roman centurions, one of the Roman soldiers who cursed Jesus, like made fun of Jesus and, and swore at him on his way to the cross. And so this was like, um, his punishment was basically to roam the earth forever. So this story that they kind of gave for Judas, who's a big figure, wasn't exactly unique, but it was, that's a big jump. Like that's a big canon alteration. It's a bigger canon alteration than like, than like, um, in, we were so, uh, talking about the canon alteration in Bram Stoker's Dracula with making him, you know, having been in the Order of the Dragon and having yeah. this girlfriend and, and all that stuff. And we were like, you know, this is a big jump from the canon. This is the biggest possible jump from the canon that I can possibly, yeah, like... Yeah, just like... <clears throat> He's in the <laughs> Bible. <laughs> Dracula's in the Bible. That's a big claim, you know? It's... I think Vlad the Impaler's enough. Yeah, you know, it's enough. I, think I don't think either of us was very impressed with this. No, I think we were disappointed the the kiss with jesus was as everything i imagined it would be though it, it was is, like it was very good. tender and a little sexy they both had it was like really slow and yeah they really zoomed it in wasn't a it. peck it was no, like it was like in there i've always said that if i ever and this is a good reason for me to never have kids which is you know um but i've always said that if i had sons i would name them judas and cain people still name their kids after peter but no one names their son judas no, I don't think so. Why is Peter fine? I don't want to get... This is one thing I do not want to get PMs about because I was not raised religious and as a result, I probably adopt too light a tone with these things and for that, I apologize. Judas is a good name though. And Judas is scary. Like, it's a good name. I always wanted to play I'd Jesus always and Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, I don't have the voice for it though. The Iscariot part, I always remember of Escargot. So I always think of he's like covered in snails. <laughs> And I did grow up, I did, I did grow up, I don't want to say re- re- relig- religious, I guess. Sure, I was raised kind of in the absence of religion. It was, I was so raised I right up around, constantly in religion. I didn't really stick. But yeah, I, I always thought, Judas snails, 
Judas and Snap. If you like, are, I know he's not. But if you are a person who is religious or grew up religious and has an opinion on making Judas into Dracula, do PM us that though, because I'm interested in a person's take on this. Um, but yeah, it was like it's a big claim. I almost named one of my scorpions Iscariot, but I did not. I have t- two living in my home now, and one is named. Archimedes, who I call Archie for short, and the other one is named Hank Scorpio because, you know, um, he's a Judas. Judas Iscariot. And we weren't like, oh, yeah, that's, we were just like, no. Like, I feel like just the way that we're talking about it, you can tell how, like, I don't even know if it was, like, disappointment. It was just, like, why add that? Like, why throw that in there? It's so dumb. Not necessary. Yeah, like for it's sure. already so cool, and it's not Vlad even... is enough. Vlad the Impaler yeah. is enough. You don't need to be Judas. Yeah, I'm not impressed by by the Judas thing. Yeah, but but so then they tie all of his hatred for crosses and the Bible and silver, even and all the stuff into him being Judas and him being mad at Jesus and this being his punishment is that he can't die because he can never receive. Basically, he can never return to Jesus's embrace or whatever which is what happens when you die i guess in this movie um so then um mary sells him out mm-hmm. which we were some not surprised about because they hinted at it really hard but i was surprised in that like no no woman ever chooses another man over dracula even if that man is jesus you know but she she, she is part drac yeah so she's like she's like making out with dracula and then he's like turn Simon into a vampire and she goes to bite him and she fakes it and then she takes the knife and she goes to Dracula and she's like I want to cut his head off and he's like do it babe I want to watch and then um she uses the knife to cut up one of the vampire women instead and there's like kind of this little showdown with her and Simon versus Dracula and the vampire women and then she gets a cable wrapped around Dracula's neck a giant neon cross that's on the roof where they are yes a giant neon lights cross and she's like this is how you die. And they fall off and he kind of hangs from the cross. And that's pretty much yeah, it. Hangs from the neck until bursting into flames in the sunlight. Yeah. Uh, as he stares at the, the giant cross has like a, a Jesus printed on it. So he's staring up at the, Dis- and Jesus is looking down at yeah. him disapprovingly during this. Yep. So, and Oh, she falls to the ground like two stories down. Yeah. She falls know. a long ass way. And, uh, and like flops there, whatever. She's all vampire, so she's fine. But then he like is like, "I release you." Oh she, yeah, oh yeah. And we're oh, like, yeah. really? That's all it takes. She, yeah, she. He says, "I release you," and her eyes turn from red back to blue and then to brown. And you're like, really? He can just like let you out of school early. He can just be yeah. like, "You're good to go." Could he have done that to anyone? Or, you know? Yeah, I, I would think so. It's pretty weird and stupid. And that's it, right? That's the end of the movie, I think. Yeah, and then they, they kind of do a half-ass setup for a sequel where they're like, Oh, yeah! My name is Mary Van Helsing, and I know who I am, and I and they Im- Dracula. Yeah, they imply that she's going to go hunt vampires, which, like, we all know how I feel about Van Helsing, colon, professional vampire hunter. I don't love it. But it kind of did feel like they were setting up a sequel that never came, I pray. It yeah. never came. Um, thank God. We've got Dracula 3... Thousands. Yeah, so next week, okay, so so we're, um, so the next time we come at you, we've decided uh, that our next movie is going to be Dracula 3000, because we did Dracula 2000 this week, so we're going 2000 to 3000, and I'm going to give you a little teaser, Dracula in Space, 
Yeah. Are you ready for this jelly? But, but you know what we have to do? We have to give a rating. What is your rating of this movie? First, what is your rating of this movie overall? Uh, how are we going to five or to ten? Or? To ten. Out of ten. What's your rating? Not good. I'm terrible. Dracula 80, 1972, we gave a unanimous four to. I liked that better than this. Okay, so you go in like a three? Maybe Two? like a three and a half because it is watchable. And okay. you can watch it and kind of laugh about the 90s. It's not as removed as like watching the, the um, 1980, 1972 because 70s are so removed. Like even just the clothes were like, what are they wearing? Whereas, like, the it's cringy and hurt, yeah. Like, to even, watch the but 90s. Rob Zombie and Jinko's, like, most because, of us all remember, yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, I did that, or I know someone who did that, <laughs> right? We all wore that powder blue eyeshadow, and yeah, yeah for sure, it was I get you. so it's a little, it's less, it's a little more fun for that reason, yeah. It's got. Yeah, it being the 90s has a little bit of charm. Like, you're like, haha, the 90s. I remember the Scream movies. Right. But at the same time, you're a little bit like, ouch, this is sure. terrible. Sure. Okay. So for me, I'm actually going to rate this one. So so Juniper is giving this a 3 to 3.5 out of 10. For me, I'm going to go one higher than Dracula 80, 1972. I'm going to give this either a 4 or a 5. And the reason for that is that I found it to be more in the so bad it's funny camp than Dracula 80, 1972, which I found just kind of bad in like almost a boring way. Um, But this movie, like I was just rolling around cringing, which for me makes me rate it a little bit higher because I'm a person who enjoys watching things that I hate more than like, I don't actually legitimately enjoy anything. I'm one of those people that only (laughs) exists in irony and sarcasm and I'm incapable of enjoying anything legitimately except Miyazaki movies, which are the only thing that I enjoy with true, true earnestness in my heart. But this movie, um, I would I would probably if I had a bunch of friends over and it was like free on Netflix and we were all drinking, I might pop it on. So I'm gonna rate it a little higher. I think also is because you are because of the like movie hacking and stuff. That's possible. That's entirely possible. (laughs) I'm a I'm a good chunk, right? I'm turning chunk. I'm turning. I don't want to say it out loud because my viewers are going to be disappointed when they know my real age. Mm-hmm. Either I'm going to be older than they thought or younger than they thought. But I'm turning I know. 28 I'm the same, in two same weeks. age as your husband. Yes. So it's a little bit Who of actually, time. thank you for bringing him up because I have been meaning oh, to yeah. shout him out. He's our webmaster and our technical guru. He has helped and me with editing and punching in the music. He runs our RSS feed. He gets this put up on iTunes and everything that makes me tear my hair out, he takes care of. So yes. this, there would be no show without him. Yeah. He is a sweet, sweet prince. He puts up with me talking Every day. dirty to video game characters in his home 24 <laughs> hours a day. And he deserves our, our accolades. Um, but yeah, he runs pretty much all of the technical aspect of keeping the show running. And, and for that, he is uh, he's wonderful. And he's the same age as you. And I am a chunk younger than both of you. But I will be 28 in two weeks. So I don't remember too much. In the late 90s, I was in elementary school. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't... Right, right, right. So, you know. We were wearing those jinkos. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what did, I think Matt graduated in like 2000, 1999 or 2000? That was 99. Yeah, so, 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 so. so, so we're so, like, yeah. We're, like, yeah. We're, I think we're the same year. Because my month. brother graduated, I want to say, in 2001. So that makes sense, because I think Matt's a year, a year older than my brother. Um, but, but, but yeah, so I was 
11. You know what I mean? I was 10 or 11. So, so, so the 90s to me is basically the 70s. Like I was yeah. there, but I was a kid and I was like laughing. Like, yeah, you like were already a, laughing and making fun of us. Right, right, right. So, so if you were to look at like the like in sync BSB early 2000 to mid 2000s, like that's when I look back and I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, like that's when I look back and I'm like, oh, I did do that though. You did. But the 90s, I didn't because I was still a child. So so I missed out on that a little bit. Um, But yeah, so, okay. So we got somewhere (laughs) between, so let's average it out and call it a four out of 10. Okay. So we got a four out of 10 for this one. Now, a separate rating. This is my... This is my um, my new my idea for separating for the, just the Dracula quality. Okay. Two out of ten for me. Yeah, she's springing this on me, but I am. Okay, so let's, yeah, let's like, go back. Like let's 1. go back 5. to the let's go back to the ones because we've done. Because he's let's not go back to good. The ones done. He's Gary, a Gary vampire, but not he's the not Dracula. vampire. Yeah. Okay, Gary Oldman is Dracula. Yeah, he's out great. of ten. Out of ten, um, I I can't. Deny my nethers. I have to say a 10. 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Christopher Lee is Dracula. Saying, I'm going to say 9 out of 10. I'm going to say not, like 9.5. 9 out of 10 because he's underutilized. I if they let that. him spread his wings a little, I feel like he could really sell it. His 10 foot his, wingspan. Oh my God. His wingspan. Embrace me in your cape, my dark lord. Like, oh good God. But, but because, like, because his performance is good. But they don't give him enough lines. They don't give him enough screen time. They don't. It's like you just put it in your imagination and you just right. Let it. Because that's the thing. But he's very good. But that's why it's a nine and not a ten. Because like he, if he was in a movie that was Dracula driven and they let him have some emotions and they let him emote a little bit and they gave him a scene that was more than thirty seconds long, I feel like he could be the best Dracula of all time. But I'm gonna call it nine because the vehicle is always undersuited mm-hmm. to him. So nine for Christopher Lee. 10 for Gary Oldman. I'm going a 2 for Gerard Butler. Because he's not the worst Dracula I've ever seen, but he's bad. Yeah, he's bad. Like I said, he's a great vampire. Not Yeah, not he's, he leading, fits the bill not, for vampire. A vampire, the vampire. Not he the is vampire. Eight, yeah. So you're going 1.5. I'm going 2. So. I'm going 1.5, yeah. I yeah, was okay. not impressed. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, so, so far, that's what we have for Dracula's for you. Uh, next week, we're coming at you with Dracula 3000 Dracula in space. So I hope you're ready for that. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't Well, we, we prepared. We're preparing. We're we will prepare. We have a whole we'll special there. drink menu. Um, we, we do. So, so tonight we were drinking, in case there are those of you who are keeping up with this, tonight we were drinking Tall Dark Stranger, which is a Malbec um red wine i don't know anything about red wine but i feel like i have to drink it when i watch dracula dracula movies um and next week we're gonna get fucked up on absinthe and record (laughs) so if next week's episode is trash it's either gonna be the best episode or the worst episode we've ever recorded I think now that we're talking about it, even if it is the worst, we're going to have to put it up. Yeah, we. Uh, there's no way we can just sink it into the into the file. We can't put it away with the lost tapes. Like, people are going to have to. My old speech impediment's going to come out. It's going to be like a, it's going to be a romp, I think. It's going to be an hour and a half of us giggling. <laughs> yeah. And giggling, yeah. and then some snorting, and then some... <laughs> yeah, we're going to get fucked up. We're going to get fucked up on sugar cubes and weird wormwood poisons. And it's going to be a... Yeah. It's going to be a good time, but... Um, you know, other than that, I will actually put out, and this might be a thing I start doing on the regular. We do have a Facebook page, the Children of the Night podcast. If you search it, we have a Twitter. We're at DracuCast. 
Um, we have a Tumblr as well, which is Children of the Night Podcast at Tumblr.com. The Twitter and the Tumblr are a lot less used than the Facebook right now because I don't have a ton to post except for links to the new episode, but you can always find them there. Um, our podcast is on iTunes, so feel free to search it, share it that way. The best way to get in touch with us because it'll go right to my phone and I will instantly know that you need me is Children of the Night Cast at gmail.com, all one word, Children of the Night Cast, um, Gmail. And yeah other than that i guess like just thank you again for putting up with us while we put up with this movie with this trash ass movie and went on a million tangents so now i feel like you you almost know us a lot better yeah this, this episode was more or less just like hi let me tell you a bunch of stories let me do my hey guys do you want to hear my cool skyrim impressions <laughs> do you want to hear my cool skyrim impressions this is going to be really fun <laughs> This is going to be real fun. Um, PM me if you're the voice actor that plays Children Sarrow. Because I want to hear from you. Like, badly. I have some requests. <laughs> I can't say that out loud, but, um, but that's, where, that's where I'm at. Um, if you make marriage mods for Skyrim, PM me because I'm afraid to mod my game, but I do want to marry Children Sarrow really bad. I married... Okay, so I was torn between Scout's Many Marshes, who is a lizard man, and Revan Sadri, who runs the shop in the Great Quarter of Wil- Wind- Windhelm. Um, if you have Sky- Skyrim marriage tips, PM me. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just, we're glad that you're here. We're having a good time. We hope you're having a good time too. Get in touch with us if you feel like you have to. I want you to do the sign off this time, and I want you to do the sign off that's particular to this movie. Can you do it? <laughs> or should I do it? You can, but you don't have to do a Transylvanian accent because he's not Transylvanian. He is not trans. I think I'll jump on this one because I don't have to do a terrible Transylvanian accent. I am the worst at that. In general, I am also the worst. Don't, life. don't, don't. No, you're you're my treasure. Juniper bought chalices. We're drinking red wine out of chalices because my co-host's dedication to this project. <laughs> And dedication to chalices. To chalices <laughs> in a general sense. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take off because we never drink coffee. <laughs>